0: Hello Interwebs Blogging411. Today we are talking about how to get it all done. You are a blogger. You are a business as a blogger. You are probably a person who has a lot of other responsibilities in your life too, whether that's being a partner to someone, a mother to someone, other activities you have, working full-time while you blog on the side. You've got a lot going on. So we are here today to talk about how to get it all done. Um, and whether or not you can get it all done. I am Allison Carter. I am co-founder and managing director of the North Carolina Blogger Network, who hosts Blogging 411 every other Wednesday, talking about all the topics you want to learn. And I'm going to talk and let, allow my co-host Tiffany to introduce herself.
1: Hi, guys. It's me, Mrs. T, from themrst.com, also known as Mrs. T Love Life Laughter. I'm also a co-host for Blogging 411 and a regional ambassador for NCBN as well. And I can't wait to let you guys know how we actually managed to get it all done.
0: All right, so let's just start with the biggest question, Tiffany. Can we get it all done?
1: I don't know. I mean we can try to get it all done. It's it's possible. Let's put it out there like that. It's possible. It may take a little bit of juggling time and rearranging things sometimes, but it is possible. Awesome.
0: Okay, well that is a hopeful thing. Um, you know, I kind of ebb and flow, and I'm sure a lot of you guys out there are like me, where you kinda of go into the whole, I'm gonna do it all, right? And you say mm-hmm. yes to everything and you're just mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna rock my blog, I'm gonna knock the socks off of this. I am in it to win it and then yeah. all of a sudden like two weeks later you're like oh
1: my god I can't do all this I can't do all this yes. I just stop." <laughs> that's when their reality hits you like you're like yeah I can do that sure sponsored post no problem I got this and you start scheduling them all out and then you get like an influx or a rush where they're all due like around the same time and you're just like oh my gosh what was I thinking why did I do all of this at once <laughs> And that is definitely where scheduling and using different tools comes in and helps out a lot. Like, I'm actually in the middle of a big influx of stuff I scheduled out a couple of months ago, and now I'm realizing, hey, wait, these things are all due, like, in the same time frame. Why did I do that like that? But that's where all those extra tools are coming in, and we're going to chat about those, right, Allison?
0: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, let's just get right into it because when it comes to scheduling, there are a whole lot of different things you need to schedule in order to manage your time. We talked with Phyllis in another Blogging 411 episode about time bliss and kind of how she recommends scheduling out everything. And she uses Google Calendar and she has an entire system for using Google Calendar. For me personally, I know that I've got to schedule my life as a person. And then I also have to schedule my blog, right? And those two are on different calendars for me personally. So I'm scheduling my calendar with my life and the soccer games that I've got to get to and the meetings (laughs) that I've got to have and the conference calls I'm going to be on and the conferences that I'm going to go to. And then I have a separate calendar where I'm managing all of my, okay, well, this sponsored post is coming up. I've got this campaign. I've got this linky party that I'm going to participate in or host but they might, but that might be different for you. How do you do it, Tiffany?
1: Well, I found when I had two separate calendars, they kind of I would forget what was on one and then be like, "Oh my God, like in panic mode. So what I ended up doing is I used the Google like my trusty iPhone. I used the Google Calendar that's on here, and what I did is I set up different color codes for my blog for home. And then for kids activities so my blog is all purple so when I look on my calendar everything highlighted in purple I know that's the blog stuff everything highlighted in red that's my house and I think green is like my kids activities or whatever so that way I can see like at a glance that nothing's overlapping nothing's interfering with each other and I also had to make sure Google Calendar has a great option where you can put like I'm busy you can add it as a busy thing or you can allow stuff to overlap on it. So if it's something from my blog that I know, okay, if I have to type this post up by five o'clock, I can't be at dance practice at five o'clock too. So I'll check off to mark that as busy. That way nothing overlaps. And if I do try to schedule something on top of it, it'll give me a little pop up saying, okay, you know, you have like something else going on here too. So that's how I kind of try to do that with as far as calendars and scheduling out between personal and blog and Mommy life. I think what
0: Tiffany said is so nail on the head, right? Like you (laughs) have got to work in advance. That is just a tough, hard truth that I've learned the tough way. Um, If you wait and you think, okay, well the post needs to go live on Friday, I'll just go Mm -hmm. ahead and sit down Friday morning and bust that
1: out. It is stress city. Yes, you can probably get it done. You can probably stress city. But that will be the one moment where the image doesn't load. It's not the right pixels. Your site decides to drop out on you never ever ever wait until like a couple hours before something has to be up because nine out murphy's law will win over every single time i have done it and i've sat there in panic mode like oh my god these people are never going to use me again and then like i pull it together but the stress is just not worth it try to schedule it out and i usually aim for at least two weeks out ahead of time but a week no no longer than a week out no less than a week out try to get your stuff scheduled up so you don't have that extra stress that you don't even need. And I know that that sounds crazy hard
0: to a lot of people, probably most of us. It just sounds kind of impossible, but you'll find that once you start that, you're good, right? It's just... Getting into the habit and getting yourself to where you are working two weeks out. Because let's be honest, like to get yourself working two weeks out right now, you probably got to do four weeks of work. So exactly,
1: you- exactly. <laughs> and the be- that's where it starts. The beginning of it is going to be the hardest because you kind of have to double up to get in that two weeks out time frame. But once you get there, it'll feel like your normal time. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, I'm working on this for. April whatever whatever but to you it's normal because you've already set that pattern up and you don't have anything to worry about The other good thing about working at least two weeks out is if life happens Which nine out of ten it always does you have a bit of a cushion versus if you were working a couple of days out and your kid Got sick you would be like oh my god. Do I give my kid Tylenol or do I type a post? I don't know what to do, but when you have that two-week cushion You can say, okay, my kid is sick, so I still have like five more days before I have to work on this without getting too stressed out. So do it,
0: folks. Do it. Just just like buckle down, lock yourself in the library <laughs> for a couple hours or days, and just get yourself there so that you can be successful. Definitely. Your calendar. When it comes to tools to set up your calendar, I like pen and paper. We've talked about this a few times, but I have also seen the light with the Blogger Network, um, using the CoSchedule app, and I talked about this in the virtual assistant episode that we did a couple weeks ago go co-schedule app costs money but it's uber cheap and invest in your blog invest in yourself your time is money we'll get to that too in this episode don't let me forget to get to that time (laughs) is money <laughs> the co-schedule app can help you schedule in advance and see everything in one place and also schedule your social media all within that. So as you're typing a post and as you finish the post right within your co-schedule app, you can schedule your social media for that post, not just for that day, but for like, Next week, two weeks, three months, all that sort of stuff. So give yourself tools to make your time management better. We talked about Google Calendar. We talked about CoSchedule app. I don't know, Tiffany had some other ones that she wanted to bring up too.
1: Yeah, I often use Buffer. I use the free version, which kind of gives you a couple of limits on how many posts you can put out. I think it's about 10. But the thing with Buffer is you can pick which ones you want them to go to, which social media networks you want to highlight for each post. So what I do is when I write a post, I publish it, and then I just go into it from my own dashboard, and I buffer it out. I buffer it to Twitter. I buffer it to my LinkedIn account. I buffer it to Google+. Um, I actually have two Google+, Pluses. I have a Google page as well as a Google profile. I buffer it out to both. And the key with buffer is, You don't schedule them all at the same time. Like, you don't want to just hit all your social media all at once. So what you do is you pick Twitter and say you schedule it for right when the post publishes. Um, And then you pick Facebook and you schedule that for maybe eight hours later. And then Google maybe the next day. So that's how I work my Buffer schedules out a lot. Um, I've also found that Buffer added a new feature where you can actually customize the schedules to pick and choose which posts go when and where. It used to just be you set a buffer schedule for every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 12, 5, and 7, and that's how all your posts would go. Now you can actually specify, I want this post to go at 2, and I want it to go at 5 on this different social media. So that's how I use buffer. The other gonna, thing uh, I use... I'm going to jump go in just a second because something
0: no else... <laughs> something else I think that's awesome about buffer in addition uh-huh. to everything that Tiffany said is the way that they will try to read your content and suggest yes. other things that you might want to share because the things yes. you know about social media that we've talked about a lot in blogging for one and on the blogger network blog is that it's about community you can't just be pushing your own stuff all the time right you have to provide value to your community and so buffer will actually recommend like here's something else that somebody tweeted that I think you might be interested in, and that's a really good thing. And that's
1: within your your audience's, like, interest areas. And also, Buffer will also suggest those things, but by you um, sharing other people's content, other media's content, you also increase your own influence. Like, your social media influence goes up the more you share, and it actually goes up a lot faster when you're sharing other people's content because that's the same thing I do with clout clout will actually you can take your clout and you can go over there and they have a suggestions part and when you take clout and you take their suggestions they actually survey your audience and give you like it's highlighted in yellow if it's your target audience it's highlighted in red if it's going to be something that maybe you haven't mentioned before but they think is going to be good for your audience but the bonus with clout is they actually give you time frames that your audience is the most active. And that's where I go to clout for a lot. Sometimes I go over there to check my active timeframes without even using their content. Like I'll use it to post over somewhere else. So if I go to clout and um, I pick to, to use one of their suggestion, um, suggested it, and then under schedule, it'll say your audience is most active on Tuesdays at 8.45 a.m. But then on Wednesdays, they're most active at 8.45 p.m. So then you get a feel of when your audience is there to see the content you're actually sharing because – I mean, let's face it, guys. Who wants to waste the time of sharing content and nobody sitting there reading? It? Right, that so, is a waste of your exactly. time. Exactly, it is. Management.
0: So manage your time. You've got tools that are there. You've got smart tools that are telling you when is the best use of your mm-hmm. time. And the beauty about these things that Tiffany is talking about is that you don't even have to be at your computer at the nope. time of the matter.
1: <laughs> nope, you don't have
0: to be there at all. Yeah, you can. You can be tweeting out while you're at the soccer field, right? Like you can set up your, your accounts and that's going to help you manage that time. Another big, yeah. Another big thing to understand when it comes to time management is that you've got to know, just like Tiffany said, know when your audience is there and when to reach them. You've also got to know what matters for your blog. What makes you the money and what grows you the audience, and then do not waste your time on the stuff that doesn't get you to those goals. And I know that's a hard one, because we look at what other people are doing, or we look at where we want to go, or, you know, we we have ideas about what we want to be. But we got to back up for a second and figure out what is actually working, and spend time on those, and then let go of the things that aren't working. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I had to learn that kind of the hard way. Like when I first started my blog, I was telling you earlier, I had affiliate links up to Wazoo. Like all my sidebars, everything was full of affiliates and click here to buy this and click here to play this app and da-da-da-da. And then recently I did a rebranding and a redesign, and I was like, okay, that's actually really valuable property space on my site. Let me see if this is worth leaving that there. And when I actually looked into my affiliates... I was making like 10 cents every week or something it just it wasn't balancing out so I ended up ditching a bunch of affiliates and swapping it out for Google Adsense which is like a bit of a better way to go if you really want clickable links that are going to give you money back and I just swapped out for that got rid of the affiliates that weren't getting me anywhere and I have ad space now I have a cleaner looking site I have a cleaner looking design And that also helped bring in different sponsors who were looking for that because sponsors don't want to give their content where it's just crowded and just busy and there's just stuff all over the place. So it ended up working out. I had to trade it off. It was a hard decision, but sometimes you have to make those.
0: And the other thing too to understand is that you can say no to things if it's about time management. So in, in addition to figuring out what works for you and spending the time on that, You know, if there's something that you know you need to be doing and you can't say no to it, like you have to tweet, you have to manage your social media, consider getting a virtual assistant. We talked a lot about that in one of our most popular Blogging 411 episodes. So, you know, figure out what you can outsource and is manageable for you to outsource, right? And then also feel free to say no to things. And this is a big thing. Your time is money. And if you know where you're making money now, if you're concentrating your efforts on the stuff that's actually making your blog money and growing your blog and growing your readership, if you're outsourcing the automated things and investing a little money in those so that your blog's making you more money, you got to know when to say no too. So if a a post comes in or a brand comes in and they say, hey, I really want to work with you, I don't have anything to give you. It's okay to say no. Like your blog space and your time more than anything is worth money. And if you're gonna try to manage your time right, know what the value added is to being asked what to do and when to do something. If a brand comes to you and they say, I don't have anything to give you, but it happens to be your favorite brand in the world, for example, Athleta. If they came to me and they were like, we want you to do all this stuff, but we'll give you free clothes for 20 years. I'd say okay, but I know what the value is. <laughs> <Okay>, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to know, understand that you're putting real time and work and money
1: into... And you have to make sure they understand that, too, because some of them... I, Some of them that have approached me, I get the feeling from the way they approach it. They don't really get what a blogger is. So they're just like, yeah, can you just do this? And you're like, okay, well, what's the compensation? And they're like, what? What compensation? But they don't get that it's work. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes thought And if you want me to give you good content, then you should be willing to do something for it. And there's a way to say no to a company and still keep that relationship for the future if necessary. You can always say, like, hey, I really want to work with you guys, but now it's just not a really great time. My schedule is booked up. Can you reach out to me if you have anything else that you see will fit my blog? I mean, I have, like, a template letter for no, like denials of requests. And so like, it's just different ways to approach it. Like um, I had an aunt who told me one time, you could call somebody a dog right to their face if you say it nice enough. So it's just all in the, how you give it out there. A company could come to me with something and I'm like, in my head, I'm probably like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. But on paper, I'm like, oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for thinking of me. And I can't do it right now, but I'd love to do it later. You know what I mean? We're going so, to put your, we're gonna have to put that
0: form letter into our <laughs> membership
1: <laughs> I have a couple of them. I have to tweak them sometimes for certain companies. But I mean, you, there's a way to say everything.
0: Absolutely. And once you've got a brand's interest, you've got their interest. And so even if you don't necessarily want to say no to the brand or if they are offering you money, come back to your time management and look at your calendar. And if it's just a bad time for you and you know you're not going to be able to manage the campaign well, look at your calendar and just say, you know what? It's the holidays and it's a totally wacky time for me. However... I appreciate you contacting me and Tiffany will give you a form letter about what
1: with are <laughs> next
0: time. But, you know, you, you've got to empower yourself and yes. realize that you have something that people want with your blog and your time
1: is, is valuable and worth it. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about knowing what you're worth and standing firm on that. Don't bend and go back and forth. Stand firm on it and demand what you know you're worth.
0: And one of the other things I think that is really important to time management, and that's really hard for bloggers or anybody who's in social media or social media management, is that you've got, you have just got to set office hours. And I have learned this the hard way too, but it is so- I stink at setting
1: office hours.
0: (laughs) It's so hard to do, because especially if you are, if your blog is more of the creative writing outlet, which is mine is, I'll be like, oh, I feel this right now, I've (laughs) got to sit down and write this right now, and in the meantime, like, my children are hanging from the ceiling, fans, and dinner's burning, and my husband's like, oh my gosh, we're supposed to be somewhere in 20 minutes, like, you've got to know that that creative spark within you might be able to be captured by jotting something down really quickly on a piece exactly. of paper. Exactly,
1: that's what I was gonna say. My notes app in my phone is my best friend. I have written outlines for posts. Like as I'm, dry, I'm I'm in the car with my husband, I'm like, oh, this is gonna make a great post. And I'll just like jot down like all the key points so that by the time I get home, even if I totally forgot what I wanted to do, I can read those couple of points and be like, oh, I remember, and then I just get it out there. So, I mean, it is a creative side of you, but you can, like, fence it a little bit and, like, okay, I can't write right this moment, but I can have the time to jot down five key points so that when I do have the time to write the full thing, I know what I want to say. So, I mean, yeah, notes, apps, and pieces of paper – and I've even voice recorded a couple of times. Like if I just had it in my head and I was driving and I couldn't think of it, I'd just like, hey, don't forget, write a post about blah, blah, blah. And I had it to go to later.
0: Oh yeah, I've emailed myself and texted myself <laughs>
1: about like, dear Allison, write a post on this. <laughs> Love Allison. And another one that's great for saving like post drafts and stuff is Evernote. Yeah. Evernote is amazing. Yeah it syncs across all your devices so if i'm in the car and i type in evernote a half a post i can get home and pull up on my laptop that same half a post and continue writing with no interruptions so evernote is another one you guys should definitely look into and it's free so it's awesome
0: And here's another big thing about time management. When you do set those office hours, know when you're writing and creating and know when you're social media working and know when you're blog designing and know when you're tweaking things that you have long-term projects, right? Because I know you all do it. I know you all do it. I do it too. You sit down, like, I'll set my office hours. I'll get up early in the morning before my kids. And I sit down at my computer. I'm like, I'm so going to bang out my posts for two weeks from now. I'm like, I'm going to get them done. Oh, what's going on? Facebook. Oh my God! They
1: have their baby. I should totally buy them a gift. And next thing you
0: know, like you're done, right? You're
1: gone. You're off. Two hours wasted, and all you've done is said hey to everybody on Facebook, told them you're getting. I'm getting ready to bang out these posts, and then that's all you've done is wrote a status about how you're about to write your post. But you haven't done anything. (laughs) Yes, we have all got caught by the Facebook, Twitter. Distractions, but the way I get that and don't do that is I don't even open those tabs Turn until off. I finish doing whatever right. I said I was gonna sit down to do. I don't open Facebook. Uh, I put my phone like because. Sometimes I'll be on the laptop and I'm good because I don't have them open. And then I'll see like, oh, so-and-so just tweeted me. Wait, let me check. No, I put the phone like across the room somewhere. And then you sit there and you bang out what you have to bang out. My kids said, mom, he's type -type typing. I typity-type type, get all my stuff done. Then I open the Facebook and the Twitter and conversate and social media. But it can be really hard. It can be hard. But you can do it. And that's what we're talking about. And if
0: you feel like you just don't have that self-discipline, there are timers. There are Google Chrome extension timers that will block you if you've been on something for too long. They will track how much time you're spending on something. And if you just need that to get you out of the habits of checking into that social media, mm-hmm and and getting in there and spending too much time on it, install those extensions. I mean, just do it. Help yourself be better at managing your time so that you can get it all done at the end of the day. And the other thing, too, is make lists. I, yeah. I know I'm a huge fan of making lists and it might drive everyone in my house batty because I have a list for everything. Like this is a list of what we're going to do today and this is a list of what we're going to do next week and this is a list of what we're going to do. <laughs> but sometimes the time management thing is so difficult because you know you've got all these ideas in your head and they're circulating and you're just feeling overwhelmed because you're saying, I know I've got to get all this stuff done. Write those things down and then track what's a now item. What's a today exactly. item? What's a tomorrow item? And what's a next week or next month item? And, and write those down for yourself so that you're tracking where your priorities are and where your priorities will be in another week or another month.
1: Yes. To-do lists are my best friends. And again, they're all in my phone. And I have, like you said, I have to-do and then I have, like I separate it with a line and then I'm like, okay, this is to be done, but it doesn't have to get done right this second kind of thing. And the thing about a to-do list is, when you get to check it off, it's just like you reward it yourself. Like every time I like cross something out or delete it, I'm like, yay. I hear the the whole an, an applause behind me because I just completed a task. It's like so awesome. And I think that's like the main reason I write to-do lists, to get the chance to check it off and say I did it.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. At the end of the day, that feeling is
1: so great to check that yes. out. <laughs> and and then just, you go to check the list and it's blank, and you're like, oh, I rock. I did it all.
0: <laughs> that's when they play songs for you in the background.
1: Yes, the um, fanfare. Oh,
0: And the other thing, too, is I'm going to be really blunt, guys. Like, if you want to get it all done and you want to commit to this and you're going to have the lifestyle of trying to make it as a blogger or if you've already made it as a blogger, maintaining. If you're working on content marketing for your company because you want to grow your business and you're also trying to do all this other stuff on the side, you can't be lazy. Like, you just can't. And you can schedule yourself time or you can say to yourself, you know what, tonight's just going to be my night to sit down and watch, you know, HGTV reruns or The Bachelor. Like, this is my night to do that. But what you can't get into is the habit of being lazy. And this is just to be really blunt. You've got to know what motivates yourself, how much time you need to recoup and feed your soul and relax and just be
1: there with your family and when you're going to work. Exactly, because sometimes you have to schedule in that bit of rehab, which is flashing back to a, a episode we did a couple of weeks ago. Sometimes a blogger does need those moments to just not blog, but at the same time, don't extend it too far, because then you just can't get back into the mode of doing what you have to do. I mean, it's necessary, but you also have to be smart about it. Yeah, you you have to feed your soul, and
0: that's, like Tiffany said, that's what we talked a lot about with NJ and one of my favorite episodes ever because it felt so inspirational afterwards, um, and there's a reason why you need to take time for your soul and your hobbies and certainly your family and the people that matter, but the fact is that when it comes to getting stuff done – And if you look at the people and you say, wow, they get a lot of stuff done. These are the people who are on top of things, right? They have their lists,
1: they have their schedules, and they're, they're getting it done. Like, they're They're always moving, they're doing something. And that's what I was going to say too, I almost forgot. Sometimes to get myself motivated, just the Getting up and getting dressed as if I was going somewhere will help put me in that mindset like, okay, today we're going to do A, B, C, and D. But the times where I'm like chilling in my yoga pants or my jammy pants and I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to drink this cup of coffee and then I'll blog that later. That's where you get that lack of motivation. But sometimes just getting up as if you're doing what you're going to do, it helps. It seriously helps a lot.
0: Yeah, and not to say there aren't days that are hanging out in your pajama pants are good, but if you're gonna get all this stuff done, the, the, Honest truth is that, you know, you got to get it done, right? And if you get to the point where, and I know we're getting towards the end of our time, because we, we try to keep these to 30 minutes because, we're, you know, your time is valuable and you're probably managing your time. And you've got other stuff to go get done after you finish here. <laughs> go get it done. <laughs> but you know what? If you do get to the point, and we have all been there, and I've been there too, I've been on the giving end of this and the receiving end of this, If you get to the point where you can't get it all done and no matter how you schedule and how you have your list, you are overwhelmed and your to do list is off the charts. You've got to reconvene. You've got to step back and say, okay, what is isn't working because I'm scheduling and I'm working this stuff out and it's just not getting done and I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed. You've got to take a step back and say what needs to go. What can I do? And this gets back into the whole know your priorities, right? What are your priorities? What are your goals? What are going to get you there and take a step back?
1: Exactly. Is everything I have on this list actually something that's taking me further to my end goal? Like if this thing here is not taking me a step ahead, then maybe I need to take it off. Like, it's okay to revamp your list, to revamp what your goals are, because sometimes that's where the overwhelming and the stress comes in. You just got too much, and maybe you've been saying yes too much. So say no a couple of times, trim the list down, and go get it done.
0: And I guarantee if you go to somebody and you're like, I know I made this commitment, but I am so sorry, I just can't do it right now, maybe even give them a little bit of why, or maybe you don't. That's up to you depending on how well you know them, but just say it's just not a good fit right now. People get it. Other people are human, too. What you cannot do is just not
1: do it. Exactly. <laughs> They'd rather you support. tell them something than just flake out. <laughs> so be honest, you know, grab your
0: bravery, show up or call them or email them even and just say, dear so-and-so. We, maybe we'll put a form letter for that, too, in our members. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have
1: to find that one. I'm so sorry. I can't do this right now. I'll try to think one (laughs) up.
0: So, guys... We know you've got a lot on your plate. We know you got a lot to do. We know that you guys are blogging your hearts out and sharing your life. And we love you for that. And we love you so much for taking the time out to spend every other Wednesday doing a little bit of Blogging 411 learning and opportunity time with us. We hope you'll check out the network. Hope you'll spend some time with our other Blogging 411 episodes. And we're going to talk next time about when to rebrand yourself. When do you need to know that it's time to redesign? And we will talk to you then. Thanks so much.
1: Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of Eat, Sleep, Blog, Repeat. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast all about blog life balance. And we'll be back again with another exciting episode. Stay tuned.